Welcome to the 61st episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Anton LaPlatte. With me, as always, is Jalen Roberts. Look, I'm Spider-Man now. And Madrid Devon. Celesto Cheese. Uh, we got Chris out of the studio again. He'll be back for next week's episode. But until then, we got a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the Tokyo Game Show. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man PS4. We're going to be talking about THQ Nordic, Kingdom Hearts, and God Eater. So last time we recorded, it was before Spider-Man came out. Yeah, it was and the now, Wednesday before. And now we are in a post-Spider-Man world, and we're loving it. So, Jalen, you got it launch day? Yeah. Or the day after? No, I got it on launch day. <laughs> I got it that afternoon. You saw enough. In, in I saw Miles in it, and I was like, ah, all right. But we knew about it's, Miles since E3. Like, yeah, but they showed year. him being wholesome with Spider-Man, so it's just like, I got to buy it now. Yeah. Okay, so Spider-Man, for, for anybody who's been living under a rock, uh, the first like Marvel Games AAA game is officially out. It's Spider-Man by Insomniac Games on the PlayStation 4. And it is a by-the-books, open-world game, and I'm loving every second of it. Yeah. It's a video game that loves what it is. And... Like, the more comic book stuff I find in that game, the better that game is. And I've been finding a lot of comic book shit in that game. I found a Vita in that game today, so... Yeah? I mean, those Easter eggs, like, I'm not a comic book guy, but... Spider-Man... From what I know from the movies, from, like, just random cartoons, like, just different Spider-Man things, this is a really good Spider-Man, like, story, because this is, like, this Spider-Man is his own Spider-Man. It's not an adaptation of any other Spider-Man, like... Yet, it, yet it's just 100% Spider-Man. Yeah. And in video game form. So, like, my thing is, you could totally see them doing, like, Iron Man... Going 100% with Iron Man and making a good game. Going 100% with Black Panther. Like, they, there is nothing to complain about with Spider-Man. Do you have any complaints? That I'm not home right now playing Spider-Man. That's not the fault of the game. So, mm. yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since there's been a game. It's like, there's... <clears throat> I haven't had any encounters that are so frustrating. Like, I haven't... It's just like a really good... With a nice trophy list. Nothing yeah. too painful. Right. The Platinum is like, I'm going to do it. And it's not like I'm going to beat the game and then go clean up. Like, I finished all the backpacks today. Yep. And then... And the, then they give you stuff for the collectibles. Like, finishing all the backpacks gives you the... Uh, what is the name of that suit? It's... I don't know, but I just got it. The hoodie suit. Gives you the hoodie suit. Yeah, black, the hoodie suit. The black cat gives you the dark suit. It's black and red. It's tight. Yeah. I'm still 100% on board with the negative skin. Like, none of the other skins in that game even come close to how hard. Like, even some of the ones that I've seen that are further in the unlocks than I am. Right. Like, even those, like, nothing, in my opinion, stacks up to the negative skin. That's a really good skin. I don't know. There's one that makes you look like Red Hood, and I'm about it. I'm enjoying that. And the perk it gives you is good, too. 
I might need you to like screenshot that when you get home and send it to me. I got you. Cool. So Spider-Man's been taking up the majority of your time this week, Jalen. No, I've still found time for Destiny. You still found time, still for, found Destiny? time for Destiny. I mean, I've been finding time for Destiny. Destiny too. That grind is like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I know I can get to 500, but Man, well, you're five... still in the tutorial. All you have to do is beat the story. You'll hit 500. Yeah. They give you 500. Yeah, but I've been playing every time. Like I'm close to beating the story. It's just every time I am about to go play Destiny, I see Spider-Man, and I'm like. Eh. I mean, okay. that's not a bad problem that's to have. That's not a bad problem to have. Right. And then Busan, uh, the new Overwatch map, came out today. Or yesterday. So <laughs> I played it twice today. Uh, once I lost, it was a backfill game. And then played with Madrid and we won. Yeah, I had to pull out the Toxic me. <laughs> You're like, you know what's going to happen. I'm like, shit, let me <laughs> go to this other <laughs> Let me go to the other door. And then I was like coming back around and I saw you. I'm like, his uh, ice wall is probably back. So let me just <laughs> keep going. <laughs> A good maze is indiscriminate. Ice walls for everybody. Oh, man. I need uh, that 2099 skin and that noir skin. <clears throat> I see you there, Darren. Talk about that 2099 skin. I haven't seen it yet. Was that one of the... That wasn't one of the ones that was... Mm. Okay, so yeah, um, I'm at the end of the first act, story-wise, and Jalen, you're, how many missions ahead of me, because you know exactly where I am now, like, four or five, you're like four or five story yeah. missions like, ahead? Yeah, because in about two or three, you're going to get the uh, Taskmaster challenge, challenges, which is another thing for you to do. Right. <laughs> From the Taskmaster. From the fucking Taskmaster, <laughs> yep. I have something for you. Mm. What is it? A task. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there were more... I mean, I get that it's a Spider-Man game, but for it to be an open-world game, I feel like there should just be one, like, straight-up psycho that should just be somewhere in the city that's, like, a quest-giver. Like, I don't know. It's something about the, that game. Define psycho. Like, I want, like, a crazy homeless dude in the subway. That's the bird. That's No, it's not. he's not on the subway. He's on top of the building, and that's the pigeon quest. Okay, so it's a crazy bird guy in the game. Yeah, it's okay. New York. Come on. Right. That's a, I'm like, we're in that, New York. There's yeah, probably, there's probably no, no, just there's, a totally naked guy from. that gives you quests. Well, I mean, there's shirtless Spider-Man in the game. Spoilers for an Easter egg, like... Shirtless Spider-Man's in the game. There are pictures of it all over the internet. Man, that photo mode has people snapping, though. Yeah, I oh. want to play around with the photo mode, but at the same time... I could just be playing Spider-Man. Right. I don't feel the need, like, I want to do a good photo, uh, like, with the Avengers <coughs> Tower, with the Sanctum, and with the Embassy of Wakanda. Like, I, like, I might photo mode me in those places. Maybe it's just me, but where's the Baxter building? It's, you know, right? This is MCU Marvel. This is Disney Marvel. Which, fortunately, Disney is making good Marvel games because we still don't have a good Star Wars game. I blame EA? Yeah. They should have they done with Star Wars. No, what happened was they made a... They signed a decades-long deal. Them decades-long deals will kill you. See... The problem is EA 
They shouldn't have signed it with EA. They should have done what they're doing with Marvel. Like, because Crystal Dynamics is supposedly working on an MCU, like a Marvel game. Square Enix is supposed to be working on a Marvel game. Well, they own... Oh, right. Yeah. So, they own the studio, but they're going to be publishing it the same way uh, Sony published Spider-Man. So, they're putting good developers, giving them a big-ass budget, and they're like, make a good superhero game. And if Star Wars did that, just found people who really love Star Wars, who yeah. are AAA developers. Well, remember, and this also came out of the bunch of crap that ended up being Disney Interactive afterwards. Like, Dude. Disney Interactive really only managed to make their Toys to Life game, and that was it. Well, I mean, Disney Infinity, is, if it weren't dead, would be a game that I'd be interested in. Because, like, I have my Kylo Ren Disney Infinity figure with my Amiibos. So, like... I could really be, I'm down for something that leverages Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, and Disney, like, in one game. And, I mean, like, the figures did more than Amiibos currently do. Yeah. And that's, like, high-quality Disney figurines that are pretty inexpensive. Like, if Disney Infinity, if Toys to Life didn't evaporate because Skylanders was milking it for all it was worth... Like, Disney Infinity is the one of those outside of Amiibos <coughs> that interested me the See, most. that was the thing with it. I felt like Skylanders had better gameplay, but Infinity had better, well, had figures I cared about. Right. So, and there's that. And then the problem with Skylanders is they targeted it at kids, and kids grow out of stuff really quick. It's not like Pokemon, where kids should be playing Pokemon for generations, but, like... What do you mean, should? I mean, they are, but I I just... They could just keep doing this. Let's Go is targeted at kids, and I'm really excited for it. So, speaking of Pokemon Let's Go, Jalen, you don't have a Switch yet. I don't. Are you about to get this Pokemon Let's Go special edition? Nah. That's a sexy... like. I mean, it looks cool. I mean, I like the way it looks. It comes with a Pikachu and an Eevee. I know. Yeah, that dock is the best part of that. Like, the back of the Switch is pretty cool because they've only done that once before and that's with Monster Hunter Double Cross in Japan. So, Super specific. Right. So there's... Literally only two like special edition switches. Has that ever been made available yet? Are pre-orders up on that yet? Or for the Let's Go Eevee? Uh, I'm not sure if pre-orders are up yet, but it definitely got announced for North America. No, I know it got announced. I'm saying like are pre-orders up for that switch? I don't think so. Okay, but I mean, if they are, they're gonna have a lot of that switch. I mean, let's put it this way. When it comes time for a Switch, if I can get one, I will. But if I can't, it'd be what it'd be. I mean, they're, like, just judging by the fact that they've done this, there is, like, a now it's, like, a 50-50 chance of if we get a Smash one in December. Well, if we get a Smash one, if we get a Smash one that's like that, I'm just going to pick the Smash one because, you know... Smash, like, right? But yeah. I like we, we all have, have our wait. certain sect of Pokemon that we all care about. That if you put on anything, you could sell it. It's a Pikachu and an Eevee. I prefer Mudkips. That's just the way it is. Yeah, you're not getting a Mudkip. <laughs> you're not yeah. getting a Mudkip special. You might have to make that one yourself. Which you could probably do because you could like that thing will take really well to decals. So you could get a Mudkip decal and just. Oh, that does. I canceled my GameCube controller order for smash 
To get the pro control. To get the pro control. I had to get them both. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I'll have to get the adapter, so fuck that. Right. I already adapter. have the adapter for my Wii U. I got it with my Wii U. And so. the pro control is probably the best way to play it. And it's the best way to play other games, too. So it's only right. Right. Yeah, I got, like, that Pro Controller, like, I was like, I got the GameCube controller, plus I have enough Joy-Cons, like, for control methods for Smash Ultimate, we can do 8-player Smash easily with everyone having a full co- controller every time you guys are here, anytime we're anywhere. I'm pulling up with my pros, so. Yeah, I mean, I might be using my Pro, and then it'll be, I have three GameCube controllers, so... Like, we could do five-player Smash with everybody on either a Pro Controller or a GameCube Controller, and then I have four sets of Joy-Cons. So, there's that. All right, so Tokyo Game Show. Ooh, Tokyo Game Show is going on in, in Japan right now, and we are getting a boatload of news out of it. So, one of the first things that I saw, like, because of the time difference... I keep waking up to Tokyo Game Show news, so the first thing that I saw that they announced was Final Fantasy <coughs> Crystal Chronicles Remastered, and it's going to have online multiplayer on PS4. So that means a lot more people are going to get to play a really good Final Fantasy nice. game. They're not having online multiplayer on Switch? I don't... Is it coming to Switch? It's coming to Switch. PlayStation and Switch. Not Xbox. Well, I mean, <laughs> who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't name anybody with an Xbox who'd be playing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles come next year. Like, I mean... You're playing Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty's better on PlayStation as well. We get the map packs first, and... Right. Everything that Xbox had, we took from them. All the third-party <laughs> exclusives, we took. All the, like, third-party, like, non-exclusive, like, publishing deals, we pull, like, yeah. We're, everything that Xbox somewhat did, we have all the indies, even though they're going to Switch, too. I'm not mad about that. Right. That's the perfect place for indies. And, I mean, we're still getting really good indies on PlayStation that we're not getting on Switch. So, there's, that's always good. Like, Donut County's not on Switch. Guacamelee 2, not on Switch. Not so, yet. Well, Guacamelee 1 not even on Switch yet, so. True. Okay, so. Oh, we got Darren in the chat. Uh, Sony hat is doing everything except crossplay. Yeah. They want to keep up that narrative that uh, PlayStation's the place to play. Whatever. PlayStation okay. is the place to play, but I'd like to play there with other people. Yeah, when the party's not down because of mysterious mysterious outages that happens. Well, I mean, everything has outages. Exactly. So, that's not a specifically PlayStation thing. We're the only one who's been down several months because <laughs> of that great PSN outage that I lived through. But besides that, like... Everybody has about the same amount of minor outages. Okay, so another thing that came out of TGS is The Last Remnant, which was recently pulled from Steam, is getting a PS4 remaster. Yep, a 360 game. 
Wasn't it exclusive to 360? Pretty much. And Steam, I guess. Yeah. And then now it's coming to PS4 with all this stuff, like from the international version and everything. I mean, Last Remnant was. It's not my style of JRPG. What is it? Like it, it sits. It's like Valkyria Chronicles, where it sits weirdly in between a JRPG and a strategy RTS. Oh. Uh, okay. Like you have morale <clears throat> and. You're basically leading a squad of people. Okay. Like, if I... The one game that I need to come to PS4, or it could come to Switch, is Brutal Legend. Like, an RTS, like... That was like a hack-and-slash RTS. Because later on in the game, you'd, de- you'd go into a, like... Wasn't that that Jack Black game? Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. I have a Brutal Legend shirt. It's, like, super baller. Yeah, it's actually pretty sick. Yeah. Under a black light, like, because it's like a bunch of like neon colors, but then like in a black light, it looks even cooler. So, another new game announced at Tokyo Game Show that is super exciting to me because I couldn't really get into this studio's prior game series, even though I have a feeling I might get into it. Like, if I had time, I'd get into it. Mm-hmm. The team behind Yakuza is making a new game. An original IP called Dead Eyes, where you play... It's like Ace Attorney mixed with Yakuza, and... I'm about it. Because <laughs> Yakuza's amazing. It's, it's, o- it's as over-the-top as Yakuza, just with Ace Attorney. Like, there's one point, you're like a lawyer, and you're skateboarding, Objection. and you hit a kickflip, knock some dude in the side of the face of the skateboard, and then land. Sold. Yeah, it's... Japanese as hell, is that extra the, as hell. Is that in the middle of court? Like you just no, this is just a, on the you side. You just pull of the out road. a skateboard out of your briefcase and just go ham. Nah, but I mean, that's probably a yeah. That's, that's probably, probably a, a thing you could do. Okay. You can yell objection, or you could just hit somebody with a skateboard. So, so speaking of developers doing new things, the developers of both. The Danganronpa games and the 999 games are working together to make a super weeb shit. And it's called... Their studio's called Tokyo Games? Yeah, that shit's gonna be lit. It's Tokyo with another O for anybody. T-O-O-K-Y-O. It's gonna be lit, because Danganronpa? Great. Shit's amazing. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I have Danganronpa one on Vita. I want to just slick get one, two, and three on PS4 when they're cheap enough. I mean, but they're always on sale at GameStop. I want it digitally. Like, oh uh, yeah, true. I'm running out of shelf space. I need to get it like in the coming weeks. I'm gonna have to get a new bookshelf and just completely redo the whole setup because my hero manga just keeps happening. I got like I'm missing like five volumes from that. So where I have my My Hero <laughs> manga, if I just buy what's out, like volume five through ten, like all that space is gone. And then the ones I have pre-ordered, like games, I have Switch games just on my desk because I don't have any more space for Switch games. I can literally fit one more PS4 game on my shelf. So, and it's probably going to be Tekken Seven because that game. It's just too expensive. 
or like digitally, I would get taken digitally, but it's still sixty dollars when it's twenty dollars physically new at GameStop. Yeah, I could probably get like the deluxe edition for like thirty, Damn, which go, is like eighty. I can go get a new copy. Yeah, twenty bucks. I mean, I'm not, but I could. Yeah, something you could totally do. So, like these Tokyo Game Show announcements just kept coming. So, we had God Eater 3, which has been announced. They put a release date on it. It's coming December in Japan, which means it has to come to, like, PS4 in the West soon-ish. Like, within the next six months, hopefully. Yeah. And, I mean, all God Eater is is anime-ass Monster Hunter. I'm already sold. It's not Monster Hunter World, so it's kind of like Old World Monster Hunter. Oh. Because it was... Less sold, but okay. It originated on PSP, and then was... So, God Eater 1, like, with the expansion, was was called God's Eater in North America, and was on PSP. (laughs) And it's actually the way I found out my PSP's UMD drive was broken. Because I bought that game, and put it in, and it didn't work. And so that's how I found out my PSP's UMD drive was broken. But you can play God... I have God Eater Resurrection digitally on PS4. So I can play the original God Eater. I also have God Eater 2 on PS4. So... And then now God Eater 3. So all these games are based on old world Monster Hunter. But with like an anime... As anime of a storyline as you could think of. With like... Spiky-haired protagonists with giant swords, like... Yeah, that's everything I'm about. Yeah. The swords turn into, like, these demon mouths that, like, eat. That's how you harvest. Like, you just, like, kind of eat the giant monsters you're killing with your sword. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, God Eater 3, I'm excited for it, but, like, I've never beat a God Eater game. Because there's... Do you beat those games? Do you beat Monster Hunter? Right. It's like, you know when you get to the point in Monster Hunter where it's like, I kind of like... I can at least say I beat Monster Hunter. I'm still getting curb stomped by Behemoth, so I don't know. Man, Behemoth don't give a fuck. Yeah, Behemoth, like, but that's... That's end game content. You knew when you got to end game content. When you stopped getting assigned missions, that's when you beat Monster Hunter. And I've Wait, never. You even... still get assigned missions at hunter ranks, though. At certain hun- hunter rank thresholds, you get more assigned missions. Yeah, but after all of those, yeah, then you beat the game. Because I think the only <laughs> uh, one that you get, you get one for hunter rank 100. But once you pass that, that's it. And I'm not even sure if that's uh, Madrid. Do you remember? Was that an assigned? Because uh, wasn't that hunt hunt all the elder dragons? I don't know. I'm orange now, so that's all that matters. Okay, so if that is your last assigned mission, there are a lot of people who are past that. Yeah. So like, if I were to even get close to being that far in any God Eater game, I could say I beat it. So another thing, and this is way more up your alley, Madrid is there's a Samurai Showdown game coming next year. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah that shit looks good. Yeah, it's the art director from Street Fighter Four, 
So, like, they have oh, all the yeah. ink-like type of art style with it. I actually like Street Fighter 4. Yeah, like, Street Fighter 4 eventually <laughs> got to where I needed to be. Just like Street Fighter 5, like, if I had the new character pack, I think Street Fighter 5 would be where I needed to be. I just don't want to play Street Fighter 5. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a lot of online, and just everybody who's still playing Street Fighter is just too good at Street Fighter, especially for me. Right. So, that, like, you, is Samurai Showdown a fighting game? Because, like, I've heard. It is a fighting game. It's a good fighting game. It's a good fighting game. So, like, SNK, a while back, teased that they were coming out with something new. This is it. Like, is this, like, what you would want from SNK? Would you want a new King of Fighters? No. Like, I haven't been, like, on board with the new King of Fighters in a while, so. Okay. I mean, I would rather, I would rather have a new Samurai Showdown just to fit into the what the fuck is fighting games this year thing we have going on. Well, I mean, it's, we're not having that weird of a year. I mean, it, they it, announced it, Dead or Alive 6. I mean, they announced, we got Dead or Alive 6, Soul Calibur, Samurai Showdown now, Dragon Ball's the most popular. Like, if you told anybody from the fighting game community that this is what 2018 would be like, no one would believe you. This shit's insane. Marvel right. versus Capcom is just why is Tekken the crossover out? fighter that we're all what playing? the fuck? Tekken is the crossover fighter, and then Smash Ultimate's coming with everybody, <laughs> ever, like plus and then some. So I found this thing online that is like I got to get the files onto my computer because I just downloaded them onto my phone. But it's a watch facer for every fighter in Smash Bros. And you can set that album as your watch face, so every time you flip up your wrist, it's a different fighter from Smash Bros. Ballin'. Yeah. Uh, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. I downloaded it. I was like, like, okay, I might have to get Apple Watch. I'll sell mine for pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk. Yeah, okay. All right, so we got Samurai Showdown, we got God Eater, we got Dead Eyes. Uh, Did you already know about the release date for Catherine in Japan? No, that's new information, but I'm kind of to the point that I got after a little while with Persona 3 and 5 dancing that I'll start caring again when, like, I start hearing North American news. Because Persona 3 and 5 dancing, we heard, like, no North American news for forever, and then the North American news that we got was like, oh, yeah, so it's coming out. All the additions you could want, whatever. So I pre-ordered it, and I'm good. Like, because Atlas has a thing lately, especially they're doing it with Persona Q2, where they're showing a shitload of the game. And while I get that that's nice for certain people, like, I don't want to watch trailers till I'm tired of the game. And that's how Atlas will put out trailers that is like, oh, you were excited for this game? We're going to show you so much of it, you care significantly less by the time it's out. Which they didn't do that with Persona 5, fortunately. But Persona 3 and 5 Dancing, they did it. Persona Q2, they're doing it. Catherine Full Body, they're doing it. Like, I can't... I'm excited for that game. And when it comes out, I'm going to buy it. But for right now, I can't bring myself... To follow every news beat on it because it's just too much. Yeah, got it. So just, we just did ignore. just get a release date for Japan, but I'm not gonna care until they're like, "Oh, here goes the new episode or the North American release date." I don't know why I thought new episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so until I get that, I'm straight. 
Like, Catherine Full Body is going to be a good game. Catherine's a good game. This is going to be a way to play it on PS4 and not have to have my PS3 hooked up. Like, I know they're giving me what I want. I don't need to hear about it a million times before I can play it. Like, that's why Spider-Man, like, there was stuff out about Spider-Man that I just had to black myself out. Like, I've been having to do that more and more with games because I'll be like, okay... You guys showed me a few trailers. I'm excited. And then, like, if there's, like, a Last of Us 2 blowout next year where, like, it gets a Game Informer cover and, like, there are all these gameplay clips, I'm not going to watch them. I'm already sold on The Last of Us 2. I'm hype. And while there are people who will want those additional trailers and additional, like, like, the nuance of the gameplay mechanics, I'm cool playing that game with what I know now. Like, they already sold me on it, and I'd rather just have the rest of the game be a surprise. Got it. So, that. I'm the same way, like, when a lot of trailers come out, I tend to avoid them. Right, like, like I'll watch an announcement trailer, right. and I'll watch, like, a first gameplay trailer. Just enough to see... Right, what we're talking about? You am know? I like? Am I interested in this? Am this I my fucking with it? If you, if the answer is yes, <laughs> the then yes. you're done. You're like, s- I'm sold. I'm right. already sold. If I'm fucking with it and I'm gonna buy it, like, you don't need to keep selling me the game. You don't want to overseason it, right? Because like Infamous Two was probably one of the last games that I was really like watching stuff for like that, and then it just like they showed basically the whole game. Like, besides the very end of the game, almost all of that, we like, almost all the major events that happened in that game, we knew about pre-release. So, like, even the E3 trailer for Spider-Man, I feel like was a little too much. Like, I would have been fine finding out that the Vulture, Rhino, Scorpion, like, finding out that all these people were in the game through playing the game, that would have been cool. But, you know, still an amazing game. So, in other Japanese-related news, Kingdom Hearts, they announced a VR experience that's coming free to PlayStation VR for Kingdom Hearts. And they showed the Big Hero 6 world, which is probably going to be one of the greatest things in a video game. Nice. Almost ever. I need to go watch Big Hero 6. It's I, good. How have you not seen Big Hero 6? I've seen it like four times now. It's a really great movie. It's not on Netflix. It's worth it. It's like Stan Lee. There was one time when I was going to watch it, and something happened, and I ended up not being able to watch it. So that's a shame, because it's real good. Yeah, it's... You're not missing out on a bunch, but it's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, it's worth going out of your way to watch it. I understand. Oh, out of my way? Mm. Rent it from the PlayStation Store. (laughs) You'll get it for like four bucks. And it's definitely worth... Still gonna be fucked up. (laughs) Right? I'm thinking no bucks. I mean, you're paying for Netflix. I mean... Shit, that come out automatically. You you know what I'm saying? Netflix is just... You want me to do a conscious purchase for $4 for one movie? Netflix is like Wi-Fi. And it's rented? Come on. Bro. Come on. I thought you could rent it for like $2. Maybe. Maybe. Look at $2 is more flexible. We niggas, bro. What you mean? <laughs> the nigger agenda. 
Just on the podcast, on the Twitch stream, just, <laughs> just everywhere. But yeah, so they showed off Big Hero Six. Like the yeah. world's gonna, the fact that, and I can't talk about it because you haven't seen the movie yet. But there is a thing that happens in the movie that directly impacts Kingdom Hearts three. And like they go into one of the story threads they leave hanging in the movie. I don't oh, know if shit. they leave it hanging intentionally or what, but they go into that in the game, and they follow that thread in the game. So I'm like, that was one of the first things they showed, and it's still one of my most anticipated parts of that game. So speaking of games that follow weird story threads. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was bought by THQ Nordic. Therefore giving them even more mid-tier games to <laughs> but they but they can't make a remaster. Well, not as of right now cuz all the other games that they've bought for the most part, we've gotten remasters. I'm talking about specifically Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Right, cuz EA's holding well, we don't even know if they're holding it hostage. It was something that it was like when they did their press release of like, hey, we bought it. It's also like, hey, if you know anybody at EA who could help us out with publishing this remaster, let us know. Yeah, for some money. You know some money? I mean, shit, we could call them up. THQ Nordic can't be that hard to get at. I mean, I this, mean this is EA we're talking about. You know how many microtransactions they have to go through to get that title? <laughs> You know how many microtransactions you have to go through to get a call into EA? So, that'll be interesting to see if we actually get a Kingdom of Amalur remaster. And they also bought all the assets for the MMO that they were making. So, I found out today that there was a playable build of the MMO that they were taking around to show people. And that there was a build of the game that actually worked. That, like, there was a server somewhere up that you could connect to. Because it's an Unreal game. So if they got everything they need to, like, they can continue working on that game in Unreal Engine. Because it's made in Unreal Engine. And there's a server somewhere. The guy who was maintaining the server died. So it may take some work getting that back up. But, yeah. That's how, lo- like, this game came out so long ago that... I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Kingdoms of Armor Reckoning is a third-person RPG that came out in the 360 era. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. It, what I played of it, because I think it had a demo or something, it felt like World of Warcraft. Was it like a medieval type? Kind of. It, it's it like was fantasy. standard Tolkien fantasy. Yeah. Okay. It was just regular... It, yeah, by the books, Elves, generic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Fairies, pixies, shit like that. Orcs. Talking trees. Ah, I'm a fan of the talking trees. So, yeah. Maybe when Kingdoms of Alvalor are reckoning, like, if it gets remastered and re-released, maybe they'll get a chance to play it. Or maybe they'll just jump into the sequel, because, like, I'm excited to see what they're doing with Darksiders 3. I mean, yeah, all I, all I hope about Darksiders 3 is that it's good and that it has a nice release window where it isn't going to get curb stomp. Well, I think it's in early 2019 with everything else right now, so... <laughs> so good curb stomp. Depends stomping. on when 2019, because... I mean... Like, 
that's going to be a game that if I play it, I'm not paying full price to play Darksiders 3. They could, like, eat a dick. I haven't played... 2019 is too stacked already. Already. 2017 And that's just just shit that's rolling over to 2019. And then there's also the stuff we don't know about yet. There's all the holiday 20... Like, we know... The first half of 2019, but the second half of 2019 has a shitload of potential. Yeah, like, really we get could Overwatch honest, too. We could see La- Last of Us Part Two in 2019. Wait, hold on! It took Blizzard 20 years to make Overwatch. <laughs> what do you make, think they're going to get a sequel? <laughs> Hopefully, it'll have cross progression. That's the one thing I need out of every game. I yeah. I if the only reason I have not bought Overwatch on PC, the same reason why I haven't bought Destiny on PC. Prosper Crusher. Like, I spent all this time getting all this stuff. I kind of want to keep it. Right. And there's stuff yeah. you can't even get anymore. That's the other thing. Like, in Overwatch, all the shit that I have from, like, season one of competitive. Like, Vanilla Overwatch. The first event, the first summer <clears throat> games. Like, all of this stuff that just you can't get anymore. I have the pink Mercy skin. Like, it's just... We could go down the list of cosmetics in Overwatch that are just never going to be obtainable again. That I ha- like all my Overwatch. That new BlizzCon somber skin is sick. Oh yeah, that BlizzCon somber skin. I'm glad they didn't keep the like default <laughs> BlizzCon like generic skins, and they actually made it a little bit more worth it. Cause like I like the Bastion. They skin. gave her a Diablo skin. She's the demon hunter from Diablo three. Oh shit. Yeah, so that's gonna be dope. That was the first character I made in Diablo three. Before I knew I was playing Diablo 3. See, I, I played Wizard. Yeah, I played you Wizard. You told me too. you... Because I, I was playing... I was going to get Diablo 3, and my friend was like, hey, you know if you pick Wizard, you can shoot lasers from your hands that make everything explode. Sold. The next time I played yeah. it, I made a Necromancer, and they're just stupid. Well, I mean, everything in Diablo is stupid. Like... If Diab- it don't have room clear, it ain't Diablo. Like, good as fuck, like... Let's make these corpses explode. Let's turn these corpses into kunai. I've been thinking about getting Diablo 3 because it's on sale right now. I was thinking about getting it digitally so that could just be a game I play. Because, like, any game that I only have physically right now, it's kind of a task to play it because I'd have to take Monster Hunter out of my system. But, like, anything I have digitally, sure, I'll hop into some old shit. See, that's why I'm so happy Destiny is digital for me now. Because now Spider-Man is just in my console. Well, I got Spider-Man digitally too, so even that. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good skin, though. I love having Destiny digital, though. It's made this grind that we've been on so easy. Like today, we played Busan. I had Overwatch in my system. Exited out of that instantly, went straight into Destiny. Yeah, that's how I've been feeling the past, like, year. Everything is digital. The only time that I've taken, since I got my pro, the only time I've taken Monster Hunter out of my pro was to play God of War. Yeah. Because I had the 20% pre-order discount, so it was like, I wasn't going to cancel that, but like, you couldn't even pre-order Spider-Man on Amazon. So I was like, well, I might as well go ahead, get this digital deluxe, call it a day, have all my shit set up. The only other digital game that I have that I'll play is Persona 5, but I'll let somebody borrow that, so... I don't have to play New Game Plus. <laughs> you gonna get that digitally at any point? Persona Five? Yeah. Uh, maybe on that right Golden Week sale. Yeah, you know, if I cheap. look, it's like 
fifteen dollars. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you're not getting that game for fifteen dollars. It's cool. So I might as well just go get the persona pack for twenty and call it a day. I just do that instead. True. Okay, so more news out of TGS. The Nintendo Direct that we were talking about last week was delayed because there was an earthquake in Japan. And so to be respectful of the fact that there were missing people and, like, infrastructure was somewhat down in the country, like, they delayed the Nintendo Direct. And now this week... We get to be excited for it again because it doesn't happen till tomorrow as of this recording. Look, I'm saying right now, when they announce the new Animal Crossing, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Bayonetta 3. Metroid Prime 4. And Show I will also lose my fucking mind. So, like, the fact that you don't have a Switch yet for Pokemon and Smash. If they say Metroid Prime is early next year... Or I'll have to switch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's how I feel about Metroid. Like I'll just like fuck, dro- I'll drop everything. I gotta get a switch now. Okay, so even though I am planning on having a switch before Smash, so it's like okay, it's the first God week speed. of December, so just be ready. Yeah, I'll hopefully be these amiibos really let us unlock our characters, cause. You're going to have to grind. You're going to have to do some Smash Brothers grinding. I'm down for Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers grinding. grinding. You mean just sitting in multiplayer for 12 hours? Yeah. Sit just local and just like have the CPU beat the living shit out of you. But it's time, so doesn't matter. Oh, no. I'm just going to pull up. Like, yeah, no, no. As soon as my like, copy I'm comes in, pull I'm pulling up. up. give you these motherfucking hands. Okay. I'm down for it. Like, you guys already know. I'm not going to call. I'm not going to text. You're just going to hear me beating on your door. <laughs> I have that. Purpose. It's like you hear this. This is what I'm gonna do to you with Smash. <laughs> Amazon Prime, delivering these hands for the low, low price of free ninety nine. With that twenty percent pre-order bonus, because I pre-ordered it early enough. To still get that. Ooh, yeah. Yo, speaking of which, why the hell Amazon can get in my house? You gave them permission. No, I didn't. Yes, I never did. gave Amazon. You totally they don't, did. You signed uh, up for that's it. That's not Amazon. That's whoever fucking delivered that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's not Amazon, dog. That's the postman. Well, no, it it was Amazon delivering. It wasn't USPS. It's like USPS. I know. It's still the mailman, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yo, ain't no fucking mail just show up in my crib. No. Dude. It was in the porch, like. That, that I know I left locked. I'm like, how? And they can open the door. What you mean? Imagine coming home and your Amazon Prime guys in your kitchen making a PB and J. Like, oh yeah, bro, your package over there on the table. I done opened it up for you. That's the new Smash Brothers. I bet you just playing Smash. <laughs> <laughs> just, he, they're like, the yeah, locking your amiibos for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh bro. man, you got all the amiibos, <laughs> nigga. They're like the next evolution is you just gonna wake up with your Amazon Prime package on your chest, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know where he came from. And you don't know what the door, like the Amazon Prime fairy. I mean, we. Sh- I'm still waiting on the drone delivery. That's gonna be when this shit really pops off. When like just phase the humans right on out, huh? I mean, sh- shit. They inefficient. I feel like a rock ain't gonna bring that shit down. <laughs> 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 you just trying to. You see a drone, he's like, oh yeah, easy lick. <laughs> you just trying to snipe a drone out the air, like, with yeah, a... Yeah, with, with a fucking BB gun. Like, exactly. <laughs> you just get to the BB gun, be like, I see a package. It looks expensive. Bring up that red wider. Right. Pew! You gotta hit one of the ones with, like, the big Amazon boxes, like the ones we got our chairs in, like, 
you gotta snipe one of them down, get you a new fucking like furnishing for your house. Just you just gotta be like, it looks expensive. If it, the box, if the box looks expensive, that's all me. <laughs> it's just a big industrial pack of coasters. Like a thousand gonna, coasters. Crackers gonna repurpose them, like have a whole like <laughs> drone army to steal shit for them. Yeah, I got them harvesting bottles for me out of the dumpster. You know, it's quite innovative. It's an empire built on the back of like hijacked Amazon drones. I mean, Trump ain't dead. Yeah, you see the new iPhone has two SIM cards. I got two. <laughs> All in my phone. <laughs> Nigga, what? That's a fusion. Look, I'm just saying, we're really starting to hit that cyberpunk wasteland we're, we've been running towards. Yeah, I mean, the new iPhones... So the Apple event happened, and... It's an absolute fucking unit. Yeah, the f- fucking 10s Max, that Let's phone see. is the biggest iPhone there's ever been. It's the Broly of phones? Yes. Yeah, it's bigger than the size of the 8 Plus. And the entire thing is screen. Kakarot! Like, it's just a fucking unit that's like, what, 1100? Uh, I think it starts at 1100. What was the one that was 15? There was one that was like 1500. The glass now is like the strongest glass in a smartphone. So, like, you know, the S year, they always make that shit like what it should have been. So, this is. I mean, my phone. You got the XS and you got the XR. Affordable. Yeah, because like now iPhones, like if you want the 10s, you're still paying a thousand dollars. So like for any of the flagships, you're paying a thousand dollars or over. But they have the X or the 10R, which is like the 5C when they did that. It's the internals of last year's phone, but this one like has an LCD screen and comes in more colors, which. It's I'd be those, down, but it, I'm it's, not... you got to figure out what level you are at having a premium smartphone. Like, I realize I don't need the most premium smartphone because I barely use that shit for anything other than texting and staring at Twitter. I mean, I love my OLED screen. I've been watching Fooly Cooly Alternative on it. So, That's what I the love kids call my... it nowadays. Yeah, that Fooly Cooly. That dreamy thing. That Mamimi thing. But yeah, so, I mean, it's really great. Like, I'll watch anime on my OLED screen, and I feel like that's how anime was meant to be watched. Except the notch. But, I mean, you for, you stop realizing the notch, like, after a week with the phone. Isn't Google's event supposed to be happening soon? Yeah, but Google literally left a Pixel 3 in the back of a cab. Apparent rumors have been going on that's a fake Pixel 3. I mean, that's also a possibility. Like, and that's, that's like... That's what I'm hoping for, because that's really their only hope. Because if they're just straight up copying Apple like this, that's just destroying what the Pixel has been. Like, and I mean, they followed suit with ditching the headphone jack, and they followed suit with, like, the cameras. Like, if they're doing a dual camera, and they're about to follow the suit of the notch... And, like, all these different things. Like. Yeah, but I feel like Google has lately been trying to lean more into the AI thing than Apple has. Yeah, and, I mean, their AI, like, the Google Assistant. And I feel like that's Google's thing, where it's, like, they're really heavily leaning on the AR and well, AI thing. their AR is not as good as Apple's. Like, Apple showed some new stuff with AR today that was, like... 
I mean, I'm never going to really play any AR games except nope. Pokemon Go. But the fact that you can do multiplayer AR and all interact with an environment in augmented reality, like, simultaneously, that tech is pretty cool. But as far as the AI front, the Google Assistant will completely shit on Siri any day of the week. Yeah. So, I mean, Siri shortcuts, I need to get those set up because I'm, a, like, on the iOS 12 Goldmaster now. So I don't have to worry about, like, losing my Siri shortcuts. So I'm thinking of doing some of those because there are certain functions that I do, like, on my phone that I can set and just, like, say... Hey, Siri, do these three things. Or, like, yep, nope, stop. Activated my phone. <laughs> it was like... You wanted me to do something, I'm doing it. But, yeah, I can set those three things into one voice command and just call it, like, a day. Especially, like, just got the AirPods. Just, I'm about to upgrade my Apple Watch. Like, having those commands also work, like, if I tell my watch to do something, and then it does, like... It brings up GPS on my phone, routes me home, and tells Angelina I'm on my way home. That'd be a dope thing to just be able to do. Which, so that somewhat puts it in the same, like, category of the Google Assistant, but Siri's still nowhere near. Like, there's a reason I have a Google Home on my (coughs) desk and not a HomePod. Yeah, I mean... It's one of those things that I personally feel like currently we're still at like the top end of what someone's actually going to use their cell phones for. Like, in my opinion, like the things that they're improving on are things that like I want out of a phone. So like uh, initially my plan was to wait for these new phones to come out to upgrade from the My 7 Plus because now we are in the territory of... We have a 4K HDR OLED screen on our phone. So all these high-quality videos, like, that I want to watch, like, Digital Foundry. I always bring up Digital Foundry when it comes to watching something on a a screen. Having, like, videos like that on a 4K HDR display that I have with me at all times is just something that would be really good. And then, like, having it be a 120 hertz display, like... I could play Fortnite on my phone and it'd be, like, better than the Switch. Like, if I had a weight of physical control for that game on my phone, that'd be... Honestly, it'd be higher fidelity. Like, the game may not run better, but it'll be higher fidelity than even my Xbox One right now. I feel that, but at the end of the day, I feel like at the end of the day, it's still a phone. And it's like... I think my thing is one of those, like, we're getting to the point where it's like a lot of the upgrades to these phones are just numbers, which means you're going to have to be in that hardcore. You've got to be like you. Right. To be, it's one of those, we're at the point where it's like the average person, like, at this point, it's just numbers. Yeah, honestly, and I mean, like, the innovations they've made with the chip, like the A12 Bionic chip that's in the new iPhones, like, the advancements in that... If you're not a person like me who's really into, like, the system architecture of your phone, it's really not going to affect you like that. It has a better camera for people who want a better camera. It has a better screen for people who want a better screen. It has better battery life for people who care about stuff like that. But then on... So, 
the like Apple they're still charging too much for what they're making like for the products they're putting out Facts. they are like extremely expensive but honestly they throttle our old shit when new shit comes out if my 10 starts having fucking issues Bruh, I'm gonna be mad it's like, I'm gonna be the countdown mad. is it's it's already happening usually you have two years before shit you got two minutes fan. after the fucking press conference goes live well I mean my phone actually started acting better after that because see they know we're watching now my iPad started working better because I put like the iOS 12 gold master on it so like that thing's running real crispy give it a day I mean, I'll give it, like, I'm not upgrading my iPad or my iPhone anytime soon. They did convince me to upgrade my Apple Watch. I'm not getting the newest Apple the Watch. The big face Apple Watch? I mean, it's nice, but that price tag, like, Ooh, for literally half the price, I can get last year's Apple Watch that has the same water resistance, the same GPS, like, the same cellular data. There's no, like, and I can pair it with my AirPods and, like, just listen to music off my watch. Like, and it's stronger. What bonus do you get for having the complete set? Of everything? Yeah. It's like yeah. a Monster Hunter build, right? Once you have the MacBook, the AirPods. See, no, no, see, the final item is too expensive. The final item you need for the set is a BMW. Yeah, CarPlay. That's, that's, that's the thing about it. Or a Tesla. Oh yeah, because you could do it. You won't get the level five buff, but you'll get the like level yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like using a gym slot to finish it with, or instead of having the item set. Hmm. The thing that the benefit that I get personally from having so many Apple devices is working on anything is so much easier because everything that I'm working on is everywhere. These same notes that I wrote for this episode on my phone were just already on my iPad. And if I needed to, I could bring them up on my computer. And it's just all there all the time. My same music library that if I add a playlist on my phone and then want to listen to music through my iPad because it's louder, that same playlist is just there. Like, with my AirPods, if I open those, like if my phone's locked and my iPad's locked, and I open them and I'm on my computer, they connect to my computer. And I can just listen to my audio from my computer through my AirPods. Like, it's just so many little things like that, that it's just like my Apple Watch that isn't connected to my computer in any way unlocks my computer when I open it. So it's just small stuff like that. That, just that makes, ecosystem. Yeah, the ecosystem is serving me extremely well. Like, transferring files... I don't have to transfer them. They're just where I need them to be at all times, for the most part. And that's just something that I've never been able to say on any other ecosystem ever. Like, if I had a Android phone and a PC and, like, even if I had, a, let's say, a Chromebook, uh, Android Watch, and a Pixel, all my stuff would not be everywhere all the time the way it is right now for me. I mean, they haven't linked it with Gmail accounts? I mean, it would be linked, but it's it kind of is like that, but the thing about it is just one of those... It's not, the thing as, with, it's not as full. It's not as far. It's because as far as Apple's concerned is, it doesn't matter if you're using an iPhone, iMac, MacBook. It's the exact same thing as far yeah. as they're concerned. I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't have as much use for technology, but the fact that I can pull up my notes for the notes that are right on my phone on my I guess like as as a musician like if I'm if I'm writing a song on my phone I'm writing a song on my phone 
and I need to, you know, use it on my laptop, then that's that's amazing. Right. It, that that in and of itself is just great. Levels. Right. <clears throat> it's where you want to even, even even on this even on the simplest level. But if you also think about it, iMessage is super convenient. The fact that my iMessage just syncs anywhere, and so I could be texting somebody on my phone and be doing something on my computer, and I could just switch to texting them from my computer. And that, that also was pretty great. Yeah, so it's just a bunch of small stuff like that. Like my Apple Music library is everywhere. My messages are everywhere. My notes are everywhere. Safari, like I can just be thinking about like an article I read on my phone. I can start typing the headline and it'll be in my history on my computer so I can just bring it up in Safari and just keep like... See, I use Chrome so I get that exact same function. Right, but like Chrome's just not as well integrated into iOS as it should be. Because I could see myself doing that. I mean, because Google that, wants you to buy a Google phone. Which, Google's not convincing me to buy a Google phone. Apple is convincing me to use Apple products. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, personally, I'm at that, as far as I can see, the peak of like what a smartphone is going to be for how I use it. Like, I'm at the peak of it all. Like, I, I see a lot of new features in these phones. I'm like, I'm not going to use that. I rarely use my phone anyway. So it's one of those things, like, with me, smartphone-wise, we're kind of at its peak, and nothing really matters. Everything else is good, just going to be more icing. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I worry that sometime, we're going to get to a point where there's more icing than cake. Well, I think the way the phone market... So I need consoles to get caught up with phones, where we get more incremental upgrades, where we get like a slight boost because the difference between the PS4 and the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One to the Xbox One S to the Xbox One X, if every few years we get these incremental upgrades, consoles will start costing less. Like, But I also feel like that will affect... I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it's going to be weird in the sense of the game development, seeing as the tech is going to be changing every few years. But, I mean, now everything is completely scalable to the point that things can run from as low end as a phone or a Switch all the way up through all the PS4 and Xbox One variants, all the way up to a high-end PC, and it'll be this same game. Yeah. So development, it may take a little bit more time, but if people are going to be continuing this trend of... We're running Doom on the Switch, and you can also run it on your high-end PC in uh, 8K with, like, 300 hertz refresh rate. Like, the fact that games are scalable to that point now, I just think that having more incremental upgrades to a console will keep console gaming from holding gaming in general back for longer. I see that. So, But then also, I like for the... I like what, uh... Microsoft has been doing with the accessibilities in their in their consoles, like that accessibility control that it made is. I'm happy they spent development time on that. Yeah, Xbox yeah, has been spending its time wisely lately because they're <coughs> gearing up for next gen. They're getting like Chris just picked up his Xbox One from here earlier today before he had to go do what he's doing now and he's like oh yeah you can play modern warfare on this right i'm like yeah he's like what's that like 15 bucks digitally i'm like just go to gamestop and get that game for three dollars he's like wait the discs work i'm like yeah if you have an xbox 360 game that's backwards compatible you just slide the disc in there and you're good to go so and then he's like oh that's really cool he's like uh what about game pass i'm like sunset overdrive's on there every gears is on there every halo's on there like 
there's not much like having consoles be like you as powerful as our consoles are having them just get more powerful every few years will like just open us up to more possibilities in the gaming space yeah i i think it's more because of the fact that you mentioned cell phones because in my mind the cell phone development time is too small it's too short well what i need cell phones to really do is to go to the model that tablets are going to because people don't buy a new tablet every year people get a tablet and it'll last four or five years and then they'll maybe upgrade because it's like oh well i've gotten my money's worth like i've had my ipad probably like two almost three years now and like none of nothing any of the new ipads are doing or like heck i got me a samsung tablet three phones ago at this point when right. I first got my iPhone, I got a Samsung tablet. Yeah, I've had this... I want to say I've had this since I had my 6 Plus. So, like, having... So I need phones to go to the tablet model of, like, okay, they're going to upgrade it every year, but you don't need to upgrade every year. So, like... Too much money. Too much money. And then Apple wants to sell you accessories for the rest of your life. I mean, they their accessories lately have been pretty on point. They want to sell you phone chargers for the rest of your life. I'm I, not a dongle guy. I feel like phone, I phone, char- phone chargers alone, it's, just, it's, it's, it's in its own market. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's, it's to the point where you don't really need to get an Apple one, but like I feel like the surrounding companies make so much money. Because like, you, you, like I see people... With, I mean, you know, like, like Fat Kid deals, okay, we'll sell you six chargers because you're going to need them. I mean, it's like those small fish that follow sharks. Like, they just eat what's left after the shark gets what it wants. Right. True. And, well, there's also the point of, like, with Apple chargers, now that, like, phones are, like, all Apple phones are capable of being wirelessly charged, everything newer than an 8 can be wirelessly charged. I haven't gone through a single Apple cable in the last year. Like, I haven't even gotten, had one, like, Probably my past two phones, I haven't even had one get damaged just because of wireless charging. Like my watch, I, I mean, still. I guess, I guess you could really think about how many people are really as adamant about getting the new phone as you are. I feel like well, there's a, I feel like there's a lot more people, a lot more people who still have the 5s, the 5c. Like, I, I just got rid plus. of my six. He j- like he just got like, because like, it died. It literally fucking died. It's like, like unless, fuck unless people are, it, it won't get to the point where people are forced, literally forced to get to the. What's the most? What's the one that has the wireless charging? Like the iPhone eight. Well, yeah. the eight, the eight plus, the ten. Like it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a few. I, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine people actually like for. I like, mean, at the end of the day, these phones are still expensive. Like, yeah, that's right. the thing about it. Like, how much is that X Max? Yeah, like, like, you, you got to really eleven hundred. You, you, you still got to think about how many people are like really just can't afford to have the right get the eight, and they're still having to buy these, you know. And I mean, but like normal people, like on a normal plan for you not to go above and beyond, most people, if you're coming from a six or a five, like, because iOS 12 goes that far back, but just now the fact that like, okay, I got a 10, but I'm me. But then Jalen's phone uses wireless charging. Madrid's phone uses wireless charging. Going outside of that, Ashton's phone uses wireless charging. Like, that's pretty it, anecdotal, huh? That's anecdotal. 
Right. It's just like the more people that it that I see with it, like with the capabilities, and the more people that like me leaving the wireless charger here in the studio and people putting their phone down to get a little bit of juice on it, like it's just showing me that like the phone model, like there are people who are reluctant to upgrade. But at the same time, there are like like like, well, like, like, Madrid, what's the likelihood? What is the likelihood of you actually getting the iPhone eight if your phone didn't completely break down? I wouldn't have got it. I was gonna wait until they announced this shit, and I was gonna get the X when it gets. You would have gotten the XR because the X. I probably would have got the XR. Yeah. Or I would have got like I said, I would have got the older X and just paid less. I mean, but that's just the. Thing. I, I'm, I'm to be honest, like the like I guess like the more. I'm really thinking about there's a lot more people who really just can't, who just really can't afford to get that iPhone. Well, let's put it this way. Other, if you, if it wasn't for the fact that Anton's into smartphones, what can any of these phones do that for an average person who isn't into cell phones worth more than a month's worth, a month's rent? I mean, honestly, nothing. Like... That, that, and that's the thing about it. And these phones are costing a month's rent, month's rent and a half. They're just getting up there. It is like, not. That's what I was talking about when it, when I was like, "Oh yeah, smartphones kind of peaked for me." Where it's like, there isn't something you could tell me that these phone does that's worth the fact that these phones are like a grand and above. Yeah, it's not justifiable. Like they don't even. Cost Especially that much with to the produce. fact that we know that the next one that's supposed to put this to shame is just looming over the horizon, just constantly. Well, now you know you got a solid year. So if you're gonna buy an iPhone, I say buy the new one right now. And then you got at least a year. So speaking of buying the new one, the Blackout, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout Beta is going on right now. It's a lot of black. Yeah. Black Ops 4 Blackout. Black enough. <laughs> there are some black characters in Blackout. Like I was playing as a dude with dreads, so. Ooh, representation. Yeah, oh, this is Zarya like I, I only meant in the fact that that site you were on was pretty fucking sunny. What site? The map you were playing when I was when I was. Oh here. yeah. Like that place was sunny as a motherfucker. It looks like a PUBG map, in my like in my opinion, off of playing H1Z1, PUBG, Fortnite, and then now the Black Ops 4 Blackout mode. Blackout seems to be PUBG with polish. You're when, right. Yeah, yeah, and I Definitely. mean big wide open areas. Like the fact that I saw Madrid running for like a solid five minutes before someone shot at him. Like, I was running for a while before I, like, ran into anybody. Yeah, it's the PUBG. It's not the Fortnite model of you're going to see people in every named location. It's more of the PUBG approach of, okay, if you land somewhere with a bunch of people, you're going to get into a firefight instantly. But if you land somewhere off the beaten path... Right. I literally got to the top nine in a game without seeing anybody else but just at all. Like, I literally went looking for people. Yeah, I, was and I would just, like, I just wait for the, I'd get inside the circle, wait, get inside the circle, wait, like. Yeah. The vehicle selection options are cool. You get ATVs. You could, Somebody pulled up on me with a helicopter. Yeah, I got to figure out how I got that killed works. before I could get in, but that was cool. Yeah. It's a, anybody who is interested, I say if the beta is still up by the time this is released, Go play the beta, but just go look at gameplay of it. 
And if you're into Fortnite, I think this will be the Fortnite, not Fortnite killer, PUBG killer. Like, it, it can't touch Fortnite because of the market that Fortnite has. But as far as, like... 350? PUBG... Tree 50. Because you're building. You're building with the wood. Um, just because PUBG, like, PUBG still has graphical issues. It came out on 1.0 on <laughs> Xbox. I hopped in, and I was like, oh... This still isn't the game that I need it to be. Doesn't and then Black the Fortnite has an art style, but Call of Duty has Call of Duty is basically the same relative art style as PUBG. It's just what you. This is what it looks like when you put a budget behind a game like this. That's an art style, right? A bu- having money. Yeah, that's yeah. your art style. That's yeah. your aesthetic. Yeah, that's an aesthetic. Like my only problem with it is it's still Call of Duty. In a battle royale, so like the like the firefights were quick. It was like, oh yeah, the time to kill is still extremely low. Extremely, compared to other and games. then it's like, oh well, I got to go back out and queue up again. That takes another couple minutes. It just it took a while to run into people. I I'm not so like that game comes out on my birthday, and I'm not like, oh fuck yeah, I'm getting this for my birthday. I mean, truth be told, I've been done with Call of Duty since Black Ops Two. Truth be told, like yeah, I'm really there hasn't. There I only played Black any... Ops 3 because it came with my PlayStation. And it's one of those things where it's like, at this point, I'm getting a lot of games of genres that I care more about. Gameplay types that I care about more. Because it's one of those, at this point, if I want to play a shooter, I'm just going to play Destiny. Or Overwatch. Or Warframe. I wouldn't play Warframe. I play I'm, l- I'm with you on the Destiny. I'm going to and... keep playing Destiny. Yeah. That raid is Friday. That raid is Friday. It'll be out by the time everybody hears this. So, you know. And the Dreaming City should have changed by then. The Dreaming City is tight. I need to get to the Dreaming City. Dog. Dog. What's your your light? Campaign. Confront an old and soft. Yeah, like, I have to be here to play that, though. I'm not saying anything about your game plan. I'm just saying that's what you got to do. Yeah, I, I'm aware of what I got to do. I'm aware of the path to victory. It's I, to have the time to invest in the path to victory is where the problem comes in. See, then it ain't the path to victory. Yeah, I'm on the path to that bag right now, so. Mm-hmm. But that's about, trust. that's about all we got trust. time for this week. Remember, you can follow us all collectively on Twitter and Instagram at CheesyController without the last E. On Twitter, I'm at Anton6 with 3Xs. Jalen. At Squid Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagon X. All right, this has been a No It's Good production. And until next time, keep it cheesy. Cheesy.